It's my show. All right, Frito. Yeah? Are you crazy cats ready to do this? Locked and loaded, strapped in, and ready to drive. Yeah. George to mission control, over. Mission control here. Go ahead, George. Over. George is in position just outside the entrance to the shelter, over. That's great news. You and your team are two minutes ahead of schedule, over. Well, no surprise there. Mother always says that I am special, over. Well, I think she beats that night the way a parent calls its flesh blob with a handicap special, over. Can I just say, I am over the over when we are over. Over. I'm with you there. Mission Control Center is next to the over. Over. All right, so what's the status on the other teams? Well, I'm still waiting on updates from each. Hold tight, I'll get back to you. Copy. All right, guys, at the moment, we wait. Well, I'm no good at waiting. Mind if I have George pace around here? I could really use the practice. I have no problem with it. Yeah? Yeah. Team Infiltration, this is Mission Control. Are you set up at your rendezvous point? Uh, negatory there, Mission Control. Well, what's the holdup? Well, frankly, I'm pulling an all-nighter and the sun is making me blind as a bat. I have no idea where I am right now. Can you put Mo on the headset, please? Ah, sure thing. Hold on, please. Hey, ho! Mozart the Mo, what do you know? Mozart, what's the holdup? Why aren't you guys in position? <laughs> you know, it's a funny story. I'm sure it's not. What is the holdup? Well, I couldn't deal with the puppy, so uh, I tried to dump him. What do you mean you tried to dump him? Well, I uh, accidentally... Accidentally? All right, fine. I knocked them both into a dumpster. Mozart! I couldn't help it. Zola kept calling me Lumpy, and Milo refused to call me Mr. Pink. You have exactly three minutes to get those puppies out of the dumpster and get into position. Well, how am I supposed to do that? Well, you got yourself into this mess. You can get yourself out of it. Uh, doesn't this seem like the wrong time to try and teach me a lesson? I have a blind marsupial with me, and you and Zenny are always saying that I'm operating on half a brain cell. Two minutes! Oh, Mo. Better get to work. We get Finn to help you. Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. 90 seconds. All right, fine. I'll take care of it. Look, 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 look. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our first story, out of Huntington Beach, California, some of the most talented four-legged surfers and their trainers competed this month in Huntington Beach at the 24th Annual Incredible Dog Challenge and Surf Competition. The surf and pooches were judged in four different categories. Length of the ride, size of the wave, confidence, and of course, style. The surf competition is part of Purina's Incredible Dog Challenge, which is put on to bring people and their pups closer together. Dogs also competed in freestyle flying discs, agility, weave pole, racing and diving dogs. Well, how do they get the air tanks and flippers on them? No, Mo, they're like diving off of a dock. Right, where do the air tanks go? Nowhere, the doggos just jump. Off a perfectly good dock? Yep. Into water? Yep. Without scuba gear? Yep. Those doggos are insane. In our next story, you may have heard that a wolf pack is led by an alpha pair. Given this designation, it's easy to imagine that a pack consists of young adults and older wolves in a strict ranking system. Maybe some wolves might challenge the alpha male to take over leadership of the pack. Colored wolves, alpha, and beta animals comes from research on wolves in captivity. The leader is called the alpha male. Then there may be several ranked levels, beta, gamma, and so on. But this is not a concept that works for wolves in the wild. Most wolf packs simply consist of two parents and their puppies. The group may also include one to three-year-old offsprings that have not yet headed out on their own. The adults are simply in charge because they are the parents of the rest of the pack. So how did the idea of alpha wolves come about then? Well, you'll have to check out our Facebook page to find out more. And in 
our final story of season three. We know you fleshies have all thought at some point, oh my goodness, can she still be barking? Why? Why don't you get tired of barking? Eventually, dogs do get tired of barking, but if your pooch hasn't stopped for several minutes, you'll need to figure out why rather than just waiting around for your doggo to get tired of barking. Are Fleshies really asking if we get tired of barking? Uh, afraid so. This is the dumbest question I have ever heard. Do you hear Fleshies saying, Boy, do I love screaming my lungs out. Yeah, and it's not like they get tired of talking. I mean, dogs can bark for plenty of reasons. But the key here is that there's always a reason. Reasons for barking can include being alarmed, confused, boredom, excitement, attention, and stress. Barking isn't just done at something. It is also used to communicate feelings, desires, needs, or wants. Barking can also be a coping mechanism when your dog is in distress, including when you're not around. Zeddy? What? Well, that describes you to a T. Well, some dogs are bred specifically because of their bark. It's used to warn off vermin or intruders. Or because they're anxious little stress balls like Zeddy. Oh, and there's that too. This week's Doggo News was brought to you by those groovy cats, kittens, and doggos in the fuck-kibble tier of Patreons. Leisha Larson... Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, Stife and Tambo London, and Jasmine Paris. Just a side note, a few episodes back we said that our new segment, Deep Thoughts with Mozart, was inspired by our Patreon, Brianna Moore. Deep Thoughts with Mozart. <laughs> yeah, that's a jingle. But it was also inspired by another Patreon, Leisha Larson, who gave us the idea initially. Once again, an example of great minds thinking alike. Yeah, but it's not a segment. It was just a one-off. It's It was a one-time deal, Mozart. Nope. It's a segment. Maybe not for every episode, but... Can you two stop jamming the comms? Team Chaos, this is Mission Control. Are you set up at your rendezvous point? We are set up, but what we are going to use as our form of chaos is still up for debate over here. Bobo thinks that we should break in through the front door. Acorns ablaze it. Well, I don't have any acorns. Can I borrow some of yours? No, get your own. Well, I think that rates your chaos is moot. If only a squirrel runs into a high-security facility, that's equivalent to a rat sneaking into a movie theater. It's so common that they even have a certain amount of rat poop that's allowed to be in the popcorn machines. Would you two please be quiet? Your chaos is giving me a headache. I feel you, my friend. Dealing with everyone's ego has been exhausting. We even got this caper off the ground yet. Look, 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 look. Hey, Layla, do you think you could come with me for a second? Mozart, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be on the roof by now. Yeah, I know. Don't remind me. I need some of your help. I'm in a bit of a pickle. Well, Dill or Cornshawn? The big Dill Deli ones. Well, why are you coming to me for help? Well, because you're a really good jumper. I could use a really good jumper right now. Aussie is useless in this sunlight. I'm not even offended by that. All right. What am I jumping? Uh, into. What? Into. What are you jumping into? Oh, goodness. What am I jumping into? A dumpster. Why would I do that? Well, because I tossed Milo and Zola into one. Oh, no. Oh, that's horrible. Those poor little pupster dumpsters. They're more like pupsters in dumpsters now. Why'd you do that? You know me well enough by now. Sometimes I, my id just takes over. Oh, do I? It'll be real easy. You just have to jump in, grab a puppy, hop out, then repeat that process until both of them are safe. Well, that's going to be tough considering I don't like them very much. Their little tinny voices hurt my ears. Well, if that's not the popcorn, the kettle, the cooking appliance. All right, all right. Lead me to the dumpster. Follow me. Look. Look, 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 Mission look, Control, look. what the hell is going on? Well, it appears 
realize that we have a secondary rescue going on as we speak. What? Who's getting rescued? The puppies. Uh, where are they? Well, Mozart knocked them into a dumpster. Oh, whatever. L let them sit tight for a few minutes. We can do this thing without them. As much as I would love to leave them in there, we actually need them. Leave it to Mo to be the reason why we're being held up. Well, hopefully it's Layla to the rescue. Yeah, well, I'm putting my money on Mozart to the disaster. You're probably pretty close to the money there, big little brother. Anyway, hang tight. I'll let you know we're back and running on schedule. Ten four. All right, well, we'll be running George through his paces. Gotcha. Woohoo. What a day so far, huh? I've noticed that your cousin Mozart is the cause for a lot of problems. Yeah, Mo is not the easiest doggo to deal with sometimes. We have some spells that might help curb his behavior. Oh, yeah, like what? We could shrink his head. Ooh, that's intriguing, but maybe not the solution we're looking for. Okay, how about a potion that makes his paws feel like they're standing on hot coals? Well, I'm not really about imposing any pain on him. Well, that eliminates the other four options I had for you then. Well, keep thinking. Mission Control to Chewy. Oh, Chewbacca here, and in position. I've got a great view right above the shelter. Do you have eyes on Mo and Layla at the moment? Yeah, it seems they are working their way around a dumpster right now. Yeah, it's called a dumpster fire. That should be Mo's nickname. Yeah, Mo knocked the puppies into the dumpster. The Jasmine will not be happy about the puppies that smell of garbage. Well, luckily, most of the fleshies have terrible sense of smell. How are things where you were flying, Lucky? The skies are clear, wind is light, and the Jasmine is napping on her porch. There is nothing more calming than watching your fleshy sleep. Yeah, until they wake up and find you staring straight at them. Good point. Maybe I will stop hovering right above her sleeping face and gain a little altitude. Yeah, it's a good bet. Uh-oh. Looks like Layla and Mo are about to get the puppies out of the muck. I'll see if I can check with them and get an update. Righto. I'll let you know when the teams are in position. And I will inform you if the coppers are headed to the shelter. Mo, this is Mission Control. What is your status? Uh, single? I mean, where are you in the puppy rescue? Oh, uh, Layla. India's asking where we're at in the rescue. Should I ignore her and act like my headset isn't working? That's a terrible idea, mate. Why do you say that? Because I can hear you talking on your headset right now! No, you can't. We've already had a conversation, you moron! Uh, noble English. Mo, stop messing around and give me the status of the pups! Oh, they're fine! Help! Help! Get me out of here! Help! Oh, I'm help! stuck down here without any snacks! My help! Paws, I'm my stuck down here! stuck in sludge! Someone, please! Send Ivan to rescue me! And me! No! I mean, fine! Milo, too! Fine! They don't sound fine, Bowtie! Oh, Layla's about to spring into action! I'll, I'll call you back! Hey, puppies! Don't talk to me, fatso! Yeah, it's because of you we're down here! But listen up! We got someone to rescue the two of you out there! It's Ivan! My Ivan has come to rescue me! Wrong there, little Zola puppy! It's Layla! Oh, groan! Okay, fine by me. I'll just go back up to Team Chaos. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, fine. And come and help us. Help you what? Help us, you scrubby-looking boober. See ya. No, don't go. Help us, please. 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 Well, that's a little bit more like it. Hold on, Layla. We aren't letting you out until the two of you stop calling me lumpy and fatso. Stop calling everybody else boomer, too.
Mozart, you are in no position to negotiate. Well, sure I am. I'm standing outside the dumpster right here, so it's actually the perfect position. What she means is that since you dropped the puppies in there, you have no right to ask demands. Again, I'm outside of the dumpster. They are in it. I think I can make all the demands I want. Let me put this into terms you might get. You don't have the moral high ground. Who cares? Just get us out of here. It smells so bad. Yeah, I'll call you whatever you want. Just give me some snacks. Ah! Well, I guess their screams for help are reward enough, really. Go to work, Layla! 10-4! Monday's Mutts! Four-year-old Andrei Pavlov was feeding ducks near his home in Russia when he fell through the ice into the freezing water of a pond. A stray dog named Nadia immediately began barking frantically. Nadia had followed Andre around that day. A woman who feeds the stray dogs of the Siberian city responded to Nadia's barking and followed the dog back to the pond. She and some nearby workers helped her pull the boy out of the freezing water. Andre spent a few days in the hospital recovery. As it turns out, Nadia was adopted by a family that lives 500 kilometers away. The canine adoption was arranged before the near-drowning incident, and the new owners are particularly proud of Nadia's heroism. Here's to you, Nadia. You are this week's Monday's Butt. All right! Look out below, because here I come! Ew, you weren't exaggerating. It's a little sludgy in here. Where's your doggo bag? Yeah, where are you going to hold all your snacks? Forget the snacks. Where are you going to hold us? Well, in my mouth. No way! Get in my mouth. No, nah, that's okay, I'll pass. You're gonna have to, it's the only way out. But you'll bite me. I promise, little Zola, I won't. I don't believe you. Get in my mouth, or I'm leaving you here. How are you gonna get us out if we did get into your mouth? Well, I thought I would jump, but this sludge has got me thinking otherwise. What if we got on your back? Well, it's not secure enough. It has to be in my mouth. Mozart! I'm here! We're gonna need some rope. Uh... Oh, what a D-D-D, sissy, sissy. How long do you plan on keeping me waiting up here? Oh, right, Finn. Toss your rope into the dumpster. Are you cree-cree-cree? Why would I do that? To help pull Layla and the puppies out. Ah, uh, you think I'm dumb enough to fall for that gag? Well, yes, I do, but it's not a gag. Layla really is in there, and show him, Layla. Howdy. Okay, it may very well be her, but I can't haul her all the way up here by my lonesome. She's way too heavy. Hey there now, no need to be rude. Uh, no offense, but it's just physics. You're too heavy for my little mini pinny leggies to pull. Oh, I got it. Aussie, climb on up there and help give Finn a hand hoisting them up. Are you joking, mate? Have you not heard a word I've said? My pink eyes can't see a thing. How do you expect me to make it up the side of a building? All right, okay. I can help you with that. Stay here. Look, 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 look. Here, uh, step on the end of this piece of wood. Okay. Look, 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 look. What am I supposed look, look, to do look, now? Look, 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 look. Oh! Oh! Hey, 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 watch where you're going there. You nearly took off an ear. Sorry, mate. Can't really see where I'm going on this sunlight. Oh, never mind. Give me a mouth to try and lift this big bitch up. My jaws and my teeth are yours, my brood-speaking mate. Oh, I have to admit, I'm taking a liking to your little accent. You don't sound too shabby yourself. Now let's get to the getting of getting them out. On the count of three. Oh. One. Two. Three of the week.
week. This week's breed of the week is the Greyhound. The Greyhound is a sighthound, which is a breed of dog that has been bred for coursing game and greyhound racing. Since the rise in large-scale adoption of retired racing greyhounds, the breed has seen a resurgence in popularity as a family pet. Oh, I see. It became popular after Fleshies did some really horrible shit to them. Haha, <laughs> shocking. Par for the course. The Greyhound is a gentle and intelligent breed whose combination of long, powerful legs, a deep chest, flexible spine, and slim build allows it to reach average speeds, except Exceeding 40 miles per hour. Whoa, get me a saddle. Zeddy! What? Well, you were just saying how fleshies treat these dogs horribly, then you turn around and make a joke about riding one like a horse. Whatever. They look like horses. Anyway, these dogs weigh in around 55 to 88 pounds and measure up to heights of 27 to 30 inches. They have a lifespan of 10 to 14 years. Too damn short. Greyhounds are considered to make good pets and are known for their loving nature and enjoyment in the company of human and other dogs. Greyhounds will typically chase small animals. Those lacking a high prey drive will be able to coexist happily with toy dog breeds and cats. The original primary use of greyhounds, both in the British Isles and on the continent of Europe, was in the coursing of deer for meat and sport. Later, specifically in Britain, they specialized in competition hair coursing. Wow, they could run down a deer. That's crazy. In the United States, aside from professional racing, many greyhounds enjoy success on the amateur racetrack. Organizations like the Large Greyhound Racing Association, the LGRA, and the National Oval Track Racing Association provide opportunities for greyhounds to compete. The Greyhound, this week's Breed of the Week. Well, that was a close one. Thank you for saving us, Layla. I owe you all my snacks. Nah, that's okay. It was kind of fun. Mm, Well, uh, thanks. You're welcome, little one. Grumble. Oh, thanks for uh, bailing me. Oh, Mo, Layla, you stink. Oh, yeah? Yeah, smells amazing. Digging deep in Doggo Health. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. In today's Doggo Health, we'd like to talk briefly about dog shoes. I'm not for them. The minge once tried to put shoes on me, but I kicked them right off. I said dog shoes, not dog shoes. Oh, okay, got it. Sights it. While dog shoes can be great for keeping a dog's attention. Yeah, we definitely can get bored sometimes. The truth is, is that not all dog shoes are created equal. We recently spoke to a veterinarian who said that there are some dog shoes that he ends up pulling out of dog's stomach more than often. Oh, no! Yeah, some rawhide shoes, bully sticks, bone marrows, often the ones that are filled with artificial flavoring rather than the actual marrow, can be harmful if they pose a choking hazard. Some even contain toxins that could irritate the gastrointestinal system. Make sure to do your doo-doo diligence before just picking up any kind of treat or toy for your doggo. Many of them are not exactly healthy for your dog and can end up being costly when your dog needs to get one dislodged out of his stomach if it gets stuck. Most importantly, keep an eye on your dog when they're chewing any kind of toy or treat. You don't want them to inadvertently swallow the entire thing whole. Oh, I love ripping up those little squeaky toys to shreds. Yes, we know. Thanks, Layla. And when you're over at our place, Mom always makes sure to grab it out of your mouth before you swallow the little plastic thing that makes it squeak. Oh, you mean the voice box. No, it's a plastic thingy. Uh Uh-huh. 
Anyway, like Mozart said, make sure to do your due due diligence before giving your dog any kind of chew. Attention all teams, this is Mission Control. It appears that the shelter is closed before we were able to fully get into position. It looks like we won't be able to pull this caper off today, but we could call this a failed practice run. Oh. 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 So I'm not gonna get any snacks? Okay, fly away then. Adios. I am with you with your disappointment. Yeah, we're all pretty bummed, guys. But failure is just one step away from success. Who are you, Tony Doggins? Here, here, Zeddy. This little lesson could be an important rung in the ladder to our climb to success. It should also tell us that team infiltration needs an actual ladder. Well, that would definitely help us with getting the snacks. All right, but have no fear. We will work out the problems during our season break. Break? What break? This is the final episode of season three, Finn, remember? Well, I didn't get the telegram. I'm always the last to know. But don't worry, folks. We will be back with an amazing new season four on Monday, September 6th. And in the meantime, this would be a good time to get to a page from our book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 378. Practice. Well, this one can hit on many levels. First one being that there are very few opportunities to practice raising a kid without, well, having a kid. You might have a random parent that came from a really big litter and had to help raise their flesh brown brothers and sisters. Or maybe they did a ton of nannying or babysitting, but for the most part, you are dropped with a kid and made to figure it out on your own. The other level to this is that if you have kids that play sports, that means that you're going to be stuck in your time machine at all hours of the day. Or night, schlepping your kids around to practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. And if your kid plays hockey, forget about getting an opportunity to sleep in again. Hockey moms have to get up at ungodly times in the morning to time machine their kids to practice. You ever wonder why hockey moms are so crazy? Because they're so sleep-deprived. Now with doggos, there is a level of practice that you need in raising us, of course. But there are any number of dog training books, television shows, and YouTube content that can help you prepare for any part of doggo raising. It's really a no-brainer on this one. Gotta give it to the doggos. Agreed. Number 378, practice. Well, that about does it for our third season of the Zeddy and Indy Show. Tune in Monday, September 6th for the first episode of Season 4. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe, and tell your friends. Or if you really like us, consider becoming a Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy Show. For as little as $3 a month, you can get perks like early access and bonus episodes. We'll be working hard during our break to continue to bring you the best podcast that two dope dogs can provide. So until September 6th or a little earlier for our Patreons, smell you later! Smell ya! Later. Eat my acorns!